I'm Kinsey Mackis, your host and founder of The Category Queen. Welcome to the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who don't just want to dominate their niche, but they desire to play in their own league. My mission is to help you unlock the power of your unique brilliance and use it as a vehicle to gain recognition, reach more people, and make more money. Not too long ago, I took a bold leap, leaving behind a six-figure corporate salary with nothing more than a used MacBook and a burning desire for more freedom. Today, our brand has become globally recognized, helping thousands of female founders to become industry-leading experts. Join us each week as we go on a journey together to discuss mindset, marketing, and money, and more importantly, the real-life discussions about balancing success with motherhood and marriage. Because we're a community of women who build and scale impact-driven businesses, but do it without sacrificing the things that matter most to us. Welcome to the Category Queen Show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be here with you today. I am just so... Uh, I I have been in the middle of really what's felt like a quantum leap for probably the whole year now. And I feel myself getting on the other side of that. And I feel so liberated and excited and just abundant. And I hope that you hear this message from the lens of all people go through seasons of darkness and light and that if you are in a season that feels a little bit heavier for you or things aren't going the way that you want them to know that that's totally normal it's not a sign that you need to give up it's just a part of the journey and I really want to bring more transparency to sort of the darker sides of entrepreneurship because I don't think people talk about it enough and because of that we are led to believe that maybe something's wrong with us or we're not meant for this thing or success isn't, you know, we're not worthy of success. But the truth is, is it's all, it's all very, very normal. And the more that I learn and, and, and talk with my peers and, and leaders in the, in the industry, just understanding the journey that they've gone on to, and it just helps really normalize a lot of, a lot of things that you might be experiencing or that I've experienced. So I say that all to say that I am just so happy to be here. So that being said, I want to talk today about taking a risk on your unique expertise. So as the category queen, a lot of really the foundation of the brand is the unlocking and unleashing of your unique brilliance as a woman in using that to change the world. Why I feel so strongly about this mission is because my own journey. And when I think back to where I was and where I have, where I am now, it all started because I took the risk on myself and the risk on my unique skills and expertise. And so often it's so easy to really think about all the things that you need instead, right? I need a better website. I need to make better reels. I need more credentials, you know, insert whatever you think you need in order to be successful. But the truth is it all starts with really discovering and understanding your unique expertise in a way that you can translate it to help more people. 
that's where it begins. Now, of course, as you grow and scale, right, that's when we start to layer in some of the more strategies and tactics to help you get in front of more people and help more people and make more money. But too often, we overlook the most basic component of an impact-driven business, which is you as the leader and helping more people with your unique skills, expertise, experiences, etc. And when I think back to where I was, right, in my corporate journey, you know, I spent almost 10 years building a career. You know, I practically (laughs) grew up there. I started my first real job at the age of 23, right after we had our firstborn. And I hadn't even finished college yet at the time. I uh, did end up going back to finish my undergrad. And also I finished my master's degree within that. And then some, I, I got several certifications in between that. I really was trying to do what I should be doing, right? There's sort of this checklist of things that I think society teaches us as far as like, this is what you need in order to be successful. And I followed that roadmap to a T, right? I got the education, I got the credentials, I got the experience, I worked really hard, I worked long hours, long days, and sacrificed a lot. And I think that I look back and I I wouldn't change anything about that because it did lead me to where I am today. But I was also very unsure of myself. I my confidence levels were so low. And I hadn't really gone on that journey to figure out like who I was. My identity was built in what I did, right? My accomplishments, my achievements, my salary. And and really, I just didn't know any better. Because if you think about the majority of people, right, that is how we're sort of taught or raised or even we were just adopted into that mentality. And so... I, at the time, thought that I was doing all the right things, but things really shifted for me when I started to just mature as a woman, as a mother, as a wife. And also, we we had our third baby, and I went on maternity leave. And mind you, I'd been through this two times before. So this was my third time going on maternity leave. Um, maternity leave is super short. It was three months. And I just remember the whole time feeling so anxious and so sad about going back. So uh, there was so much in me that was enjoying every single moment of that. And I think as a more mature mom and just more seasoned, I just experienced that season so differently because I'm not, I wasn't so, you know, I wasn't worried about all the things. It was just like uh, there was this new peace and calm that I had been really setting into. But on the other side of that, I was really, really wrestling with these more negative emotions about going back to work and working so much and not having the time with my family that I desired or not having the options, right? I remember even everything was was sort of built around the biz, my job, right? How much PTO I had or accrued, what vacations we could take. And it really was the driving force of like even our daily schedule. And so... I started to really see it for what it was and I started to really feel out of alignment with my career and really feeling the pull to do something more. But at that point, it's like, well, what, that is all I knew. It was all I knew is to work in a job, do a good job, and then get paid for that job. And outside of that, you know, I started to see people 
as entrepreneurs seen what they were doing. And so I started to get a taste of that. But the gap from where I was and sort of like this perceived destination of what I was seeing other people doing, it was so large and intangible. But it really came to a head when I was actually pumping at work. So I tell this story a lot, but I just, it really helps give the visual of making those hard choices. I was getting kind of like pushed around or tossed around to different rooms because the place that I was working at didn't have a dedicated pumping room. And so I was using open offices or borrowed offices. So like there even came a point where I had to use the president's office to pump. And so I would have to ask him to leave. And then I would like, you know, my breast milk was like on his desk and like, that's just weird and awkward, but whatever it is what it is. And so I kind of did nudge the company at the time to like, we need a a dedicated space. And I ended up in the janitor's closet. This was their sort of like solution for, you know, pumping in a, you know, dedicated space. And I just remember sitting there and I was like, this is, this cannot be my life. I cannot keep doing this. You know, I felt so unfulfilled. I would cry every day when I dropped my baby off and it felt too heavy to carry anymore. And so really at the time, I just remember seeing two options. I could keep doing what I was doing or I could take a risk on myself. And that was really the moment where I decided like, do I, can I believe in myself enough to figure this out? And so I remember hearing the quote by Zig Ziglar, you know, in order to get what you want, help other people get what they want. And I realized it's like, okay, that, that's what I need to do. I just need to figure out how to help people. What can I do to help other people get what they want? And in turn, right, I get what I want. I'm getting paid. I can, you know, bring in an income without relying on my corporate paycheck, et cetera, et cetera. And that was the shift. But of course, from here to there, like people might see a linear line. There's like so many ebbs and flows, but it all started with that decision to believe that I could figure it out and know that I had a unique set of skills that could help somebody else. And I think this is where so many women get stuck is believing that they don't have what it takes. They Their ex- expertise isn't good enough. Their experience isn't broad or deep enough or they aren't qualified enough to do this thing. And I had the gift of really all that pain that I was feeling in that season to give me that contrast of like, well, what's worse, right? Like totally like putting yourself out there and flopping or continuing to do what you're, what you're doing. And although it was such a dark season, I am so grateful because a lot of times, you know, sometimes we just need to get like the pain of like running away from that pain sometimes is enough motivation and drive just to get going. And you know, they say most people run away from pain versus running towards pleasure. And I was just like, get me the heck out of here. I just was like practically sprinting. And so to fail in sort of this other venue, it it felt softer because the alternative to that was something that I couldn't bear anymore. And so, but a lot of pe- people aren't necessarily given that contrast. In fact, I think a lot of people find themselves in a comfortable position, even though maybe they want their desires are bigger or their vision is bigger than what they have now, they're comfortable enough that it's not sort of the thing that's going to drive them forward because they always have something to fall back on. The pain isn't, isn't, mm, you know, it's not agitated enough 
for me, that was obviously not the case. But either way, it's so important to understand that when you invest in yourself, when you really study who you are, what is possible for you and what you can bring to the table and you build confidence around that, even if you don't have validation right away, that is the thing that is the catalyst to success as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a female founder, right? A lot of people want to skip that either because they're not aware that's sort of the first step or because it's too sort of vague to even comprehend. And so we go straight to shiny objects or tactics or strategies that, yeah, my brain can understand, but ultimately it's not the thing that's going to drive the needle, right? I see all the time women spending a ton of time building out a website or, you know, creating a funnel or running these really complicated things without really just going back to basics and saying like, what am I absolutely good at? And how can I just tell more people that I can help them with that? And that takes a a level of just clarity and confidence. But we have to really honor the fact that that's where it begins. It's not how big your following is. It's not how how great your reels are, which is what a lot of people want you to believe in this new flock, this new like, industry of social media and how it's so consuming and it creates so much confusion but if we really clear the clutter and we really assess the basics of of marketing and selling and creating an impact it's you helping other people but in order to do that right we have to just get clear and confident in how you can help other people what am I good at what do I love to do where can I drive impact and and then how can I go out and spread the word And this falls into even discovering your unique niche, which at the Category Queen School, it's all really condensing your unique brilliance and matching that with a very specific type of audience and then really rolling with that for your messaging, your offer, your content, right? The most simple way to get known is to first, right, be clear on what you want to get known for. But it ties back to, where can I get, where can I really just place a bet on myself? How can I risk a little bit of this ego or a little, a couple little failures to just place a bet on the fact that I know I can help one person. I know I can then help another person. After that, I can help more people. And I'm confident that if I can do it for myself, I can do it for others. If I've gained the knowledge of this thing, I, I can do it for others. And it's, it's about taking a risk on yourself. And that's where it begins. And if we want to really simplify business, this is where this is where it starts, right? Having an offer that can help people and letting them know that you can help them. Unfortunately, right, we have all the things that have really muddied that up and I get it and it's normal and we've all kind of been sucked into that. But I just ask really for you to evaluate Are you taking a risk on yourself? Do you believe that your unique skills, your unique expertise, experiences, excitement is the thing that's going to catapult you in every season of business, right? Because it's not just you figure it out once or you take a risk one time. It's over and over and over again, right? Every time you introduce a new offer or bring in new clients, right? Every time something shifts in your business, right? It's always going to go back. Do you have your own back? Do you trust yourself? And are you willing to take a risk, not just for the potential of your desires, but also to help other people? 
without that piece, nothing else will work, right? It won't matter how pretty your images are on Instagram. It won't matter how great your content is. It won't matter how great you speak on stage. If you don't believe in the skills that you have and you aren't really focused on helping more people with those skills, right? We don't have a profitable, impactful business. So this is where it starts. Take the risk. What are you good at? How can you help people? And keep moving the needle forward. Every moment is a risk. And a lot of people want to believe that success is just this linear path of success after success. But it's actually an accumulation of a lot of failures that lead to that. Which which really brings me back to the initial you know, point of the conversation in the opening in that there's nothing wrong with you if things aren't going right right now. There's nothing wrong with, you know, your worthiness or your the value you can bring. You just have to ask yourself, like, do I believe in myself to figure it out? And am I willing to risk this comfort, this season of comfort, knowing that I can help more people with what I have? You have to take a risk on yourself. That's where it begins. That's where it ends. That's where it keeps going. So take a pen and paper out and think about what am I good at? What am I really, really good at? What could I pull an all-nighter talking about? What do people come to me for? What do I feel really excited about? What have I achieved for myself that I realize maybe isn't the most common thing, right? What is the transformations or results that I've experienced for myself? And just really remind yourself of all the potency that you have within you, all the value you can bring and start taking more risks, bigger risks on yourself because you've developed those skills and know that as you grow and scale, you're going to continue to develop that and really, really, truly become a master at your craft, which is the thing that just blows you out of the water, right? But it starts with you taking that risk. All right, my friends, I hope you'd enjoy this or I hope you enjoyed this and I will talk to you next week. Hey, if you're ready to stand out online and get paying clients consistently without having to fumble your way through tech, run ads or create complicated funnels, I want to invite you to join us in the Category Queen School where you're going to learn my simple proven formula for getting clients online. It's risk-free. You either make your money back or we'll give you a refund. Just head over to kinseymacus.com forward slash the CQ school and join today to get instant access. We'll see you inside.